Welcome to the People of PCPS, a Polk County Public Schools podcast. This podcast is dedicated to telling the stories of teachers, paraeducators, support staff, students, volunteers, alumni, and all the people who contribute to Polk County Public Schools. Whether they're working in the school district, learning in our classrooms, or using their education to improve our community, the people are what make Polk County Public Schools great. Let's get to know our colleagues, our students, our neighbors, and our friends, the people of PCPS. Hi everyone, I'm Rachel Pleasant, Senior Director of Communications at Polk County Public Schools, and welcome to the People of PCPS. This is a podcast we've created to get to know the people of our organization better because we believe it's the people who make this organization great. And I'm really, really excited to have our guest today, Amanda Jackson, with us. <laughs> Amanda is a social started here as a social worker mm-hmm. um, in 2019, and now she is a community outreach coordinator, and yes. she is overseeing <laughs> the school district's tassel project so we're going to get to know amanda better Mm -hmm. and learn more about the tassel program so amanda you are you're a social worker by training Mm -hmm. and when we were talking earlier you told me about how how you came to be interested in that field you had a a social worker that you encountered when you were a student in school and that she really left an impression on you so tell us about about (laughs) how you arrived at the decision to become a social worker yes and thank you for having me here i'm really excited um so social work love it um Back to that story that we were talking about, Um, I'm originally from New York. When I moved down here, it was my first year, um, you know, in school, and I'm a theater background and film and all that good stuff. And so in our little theater club, there was this one um, teacher or staff member to me. I didn't know. I knew she didn't teach in the classroom, but I didn't know exactly what her role was. I didn't realize she was a social worker. But she would just be so consistent, popping in and helping, like support um, with the club. And I, I just always took to her, just loved what she did. I didn't know what she did, but I said, whatever you do, I want to do it. <laughs> um, and so what I would notice with her is that uh, people would just cling to her. People who were going through some tougher situations um, would always seem to, to leave better coming out of her office. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, very supportive, very humble, uh, willing to help. And so that heart really I don't know. It just um, I was drawn to it. And so, uh, you know, fast forward to college days. That's what brought me to Lakeland. Um, I was really originally a psychology and a theater major in school. Um, then I had a you know a conversation with someone over the social work department. They said, "Well, just try an intro class and see you know what it really is and if it's um, a good fit for you." You know, uh, the whole all of those professions, the helping profession, we're in the people business. It's just what part of the person are we trying to you know help? How, how are we our angle, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I um, learned and sat in that intro to social work class, I was sold. I was like, "All right, this is it." <laughs> Changed my major. Um, still at that time was working towards a double major. Um, uh, with theater, but um, just loved the the whole um, person in environment, going into the trenches where where um, you know the people we serve are, and helping them, being in helping hands, um, you know, providing intervention um, on the whole person, you know, the family system, just just all of that, um, and just making sure that whenever you, anyone who leaves my presence leaves better than how they came. I think that that really impacted me from that um, 
social worker back in. Gotcha. So as a school social worker, Mm -hmm. when you go to work every day, what are you trying to, what is your your mission, your objective every single day? What are you trying to do for students? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, My mission every day is to help in a nutshell, to help where we can to meet. um, And that's not just the students, although it's students first and families. um, It's the teachers, it's the staff members, it's our principals. It's it's how can I come in to support? I'm support staff. How do I come in to support and be there and meet them where they're at? Um, Because we're all... (laughs) <laughs> and so um, whether it's counselors, we get to work um, closely with counselors, a lot of school social workers, um, whether it's administration, when a crisis happens at a school, being flexible mm-hmm. because um, a day in the life, you know, you may put something on your schedule and think you're going to do something that okay. day. And then you get a call mm-hmm. um, after hours about a case, you know, mm-hmm. that needs to be handled because, yeah, you know, a, a principal who doesn't know what to do in that moment. No, it's OK. Well, let's problem solve and see how, how I can step in and be a help mm-hmm. to really relieve some of that, that stress because, you know, they have a lot to do. Right. Uh, so I guess in a nutshell, it would be to help. <laughs> so as a social worker, you're assigned a certain number of schools. Yes, that's okay. correct. So all of us in the social work department, um, who that's run by uh, Shannon Gillespie, is the senior coordinator. She's doing a great job. Yeah. But um, it, we all have five to eight schools, a range of that, whether that's academies mixed in there. Um, we have five to eight schools. That's a lot. You know, yeah, there's more yeah, weekdays yeah. than that is. Yeah. Um, and so uh, usually we have our set school days that we serve um, and remain flexible for that. You know, whether it's we deal heavily with attendance, making mm-hmm. sure a student is coming to school. Um, and we also deal with with a lot of other things <laughs> that happen, yeah. you know, because yeah. attendance is just the symptom. Yeah. So so along those lines, I mm-hmm. mean, you're, what are some of the issues that social workers encounter. I, I think just in general, not everyone understands necessarily what a social worker right. does. So mm-hmm. paint, help paint a picture for us what mm-hmm. the life, the daily life of a school social worker is like and what kind of things you're helping with. Well, <laughs> I think a school social worker is a whole different pod. We have access, I think, to the kids in a, in a different way than um, other, you know, social work professions and uh, do, Mm -hmm. um, which is a gift. But in a nutshell, all of us as social workers, whether we're out in the community, in the schools, wherever, um, we're there to help (laughs) um, go into the trenches, I'd say, hold their hands and bring them back up. What's needed to make sure that you have all the tools you need in life to be successful and to thrive and to win. That's how I'd like to say it. Um, So with that, you know, our aim as school social workers is our main big piece is attendance. Mm -hmm. What what are some barriers that we can break down and remove so that you're successful and that you win? And so with that, with some problems that we see, it's family situations. um, Again, attendance is just a symptom to a Mm -hmm. deeper rooted problem, whether whether it's mental health situations, whether they just went through trauma, um, abuse, they're seeing some things at home that's really triggering them to act out in the classroom um, behaviorally, but really the root is trauma. Um, How can we help and, and, you know, do some collaboration with our other, you know, team members and other professions within the, you know, school system to to, um, help this student win and be successful? Um, what, What if it's tangible items? They're living in poverty. And so we're here you know, trying to get them to learn math and, and do some group work, but they're thinking, you know, this is the third time that I'm in my undergarments 
you know, or this is the um, fifth time that I came home and I didn't know what was going to be for dinner and I don't know, I'm glad I'm going to school the next day because I know I'm going to get breakfast there. You know, like they, there's other things on their, their mind. Um, and so in a nutshell, we're there to remove the barriers help, you know, connect, we're linkers, what, what's in the community so that we can link you up and, and make sure that you have some support to help reach, you know, your fullest potential. So, okay. I'd say that's in a nutshell. So, so if someone is dealing with a lack of food at home, you might mm -hmm. connect them with a local food pantry yep. so to, or mm -hmm. to help. And then that might, because you view that as a way to, um, they'll come to school more mm -hmm. if they aren't worried about those was, basic yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. or they'll be better they'll perform better in school mm -hmm. because they're not worried about the basic needs or right. if it's like you mentioned their their clothing you mm -hmm. might connect them with a source of clothing so that they can they feel like coming feel better about coming to school right. and perform better once they get there i see okay so i would imagine mm -hmm. in your line of work i mean just based on just the few kind of examples you just shared with us mm -hmm. that you must encounter students who leave lifelong impressions on you. Can oh, you tell us <laughs> about some of the the children that you get to have gotten to work with mm -hmm. and the ones that have really impacted? Mm -hmm. um, yes. <laughs> so um, with as a school social worker, you don't just get to know uh, from what I've learned. Um, you don't just get to know like you know, the student in the school, you start learning the community and what's what's going on with the trends in the community. Um, and so in this particular school that I served last year, um, uh, there's a lot of kids who come out of this um, impoverished community. And uh, I got to another part of the social work experience, school social work, is that we help with, um, you know, by doing social histories, meeting with parents, help with the process to get kids some extra services in the in the classroom um, mm -hmm. so that they can, you know, be successful. So what that looks like is meeting with a parent mm -hmm. um, to do something called a social history, a long assessment, yeah. um, you know, asking them a lot of questions to get that background, environment, you know, where, where did our student come from, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so with that, I get to know a lot of parents in the, um, in the community. And so with this one student, I met his mom first, and I learned of him through his mom, um, her story, um, uh, and her perspective on her son. And um, what they had been through, she did not look like um, just, uh, you know, losing a loved one. Um, you know, I've been in rooms with, Parents would break down in tears about what they're what they're going through in that moment, and they're just trying to help their their babies. You know, they're just trying to. Mm -hmm. What do I need? What what can I do to help? Um, maybe they weren't taught, mm -hmm. and so now they're they're here in a place where they're, you know, teaching and kind of walking, kind of blindly. Like, hey, what what do I do? What what are the steps? Um, so, anyways. Got to know this mom, um, but then, of, of course, a big part of our um, job is attendance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it circled back around that, and now I'm seeing that I'm serving the student. Uh, his name pops up because he, it's an attendance situation, and so once you reach a certain amount of days of missed um, unexcused absences, we pop up and, mm -hmm. you know, we're, hello, what can we do, um, you know, to, to minimize that. Yeah. And so... Um, Seeing him walk through that room, meeting him, and knowing the history, like, I think my mind was just, he, you don't look w like what you've been through. And, and you're in first grade. Mm -hmm. And, and um, just his smile, his smile just uh, just brought me life. It, it, I leave better when I'm with the, you know, kids. Um, just seeing that he, these kids are so resilient. 
they go through so much and they don't even know um, the maybe trauma and the things that they've been through. Um, how much it can affect them because it's their normal. Mm-hmm. That's how they live. This is this is just home. This mm-hmm. is just life. This is just what I what I know. And so when he walked into that room, he just had the biggest smile on his face, just making us laugh. And and um, we had make you know little deals to to get him to school, little incentives like if you do you know a certain amount of days, then how about you know we give him a little incentive. Um, different things like that and so that his face I could just go back to his face and just remember um, how, how sweet he was and uh, how loving and the innocence of a child you know it just mm-hmm. it, it reminds you of your why like mm-hmm. why we do this you know want to remove barriers you know uh, to help him be the best him he could be help the family be thrive and be who they were meant to be mm-hmm. um, without these you know circumstances um, around them. So he had lost a loved one in very tragic, Mm -hmm. very tragic way. And yet, so he was, he was not able to, he wasn't coming to school regularly because he was still processing the trauma or. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just tie it to, to just that, but you could definitely see, you know, because of that, oh, the, it makes sense the timeline because you know this the loved one so and so died died at at that particular time. Oh well, it makes sense. Look how many days was absent after um, that time. Yes, yes. But he was um, still while still dealing with it. Like mm-hmm. he still maintained some the childish joy innocence and, and the joy yeah. and the. Mm-hmm. So what do you in that in a case like that when some <laughs> when a child is the form the, the trauma they've experienced the, mm-hmm. is the loss of a loved one you mentioned earlier connecting them with res- what's what's the kind of resource that you would connect that child to? Um, well, <laughs> we have a lot of great uh, school you know, uh, in-house resources. Um, for example, I'll shout out mental health facilitators. They're doing a great job and mm-hmm. um, they do some individual counseling and group counseling. We do group counseling. Maybe that's a child that I'll pull for, for a group, mm-hmm. you know, who needs some extra support there. I may not even know, but let me let's do a group where we teach them of some coping skills and give them some tools to their toolbox um, so that they can learn how to deal with emotions so that mm-hmm. he, he, it's, you know, starting to be instilled in him Uh, mental health facilitators they can do more of the one-on-one and group work and um, Mm -hmm. come in and just be that extra support Um, other community resources counseling services to the family Um, a lot of it would be also for for him it would be um, you know grief uh, counseling Mm -hmm. for mom um, you know for example, uh, Good Shepherd Hospice, they're in the community. Um, they have the Bethany Center where they offer counseling and they would come to the schools and offer that to, to kids. Um, and ha- we've had to use that and refer a lot of parents to that as well. Um, so those are the type, you actually did res- this one child who stands out in your, those are the kind of resources. That we'd get Do you have any provide. idea how that child's doing now? Um, well, in this new role, <laughs> the mm. new role with community uh, outreach coordinator, um, you know, I love it, but I don't have the access that I did to the, you know, b- my babies. Um, I know a lot has happened since you know, the transition with COVID and, and e-learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do know is uh, that he has a support with the school counselor, oh, okay. which is another thing. <laughs> Just collaborating with those who he has a connection with already. And she is a great school counselor. And so just being able to connect um them yeah. and and have that check in check out process so that they can keep being supportive. Um, I know the family knows that we're for them. The school is really great about letting 
I know this particular community that most of their students come from, they're so great about letting them know, okay, you're supported. Like, we, mm. we, we hear you. We're, we're for you. Um, and so... So you, while you're not working directly with kids at mm-hmm. the moment because you're you're overseeing Tassel and mm-hmm. your community outreach coordinator, but you did there for a while. And can mm-hmm. you, along the lines of the the previous question about a child who's touched you, like mm-hmm. can you um can you think of a can you recall a child who you saw make a turnaround and that you know your work as a social worker helped to contribute to that and and, oh, and the impact that you had to make? Yeah. Um, so this. Um, really was a child that I observed um, what I, as I was interning um, when I was getting my uh, MSW. She uh, came in and it was my little, you know, uh, the case that I was given to, you know, help with. Um, she had attendance issues, but of course, it's attendance is the symptom. And so, okay, what's the deeper lying, mm-hmm. you know, issue here? Um, well, the deeper lying issue is that um, at home, there's a lot of domestic violence going on. We actually just left my mom and, and my sister and my siblings and I, we, we left the home so that we can, we're displaced so that we can be able to um, be, uh, have more stability. So that's what's really going on here. Um, my dad's trying to contact me um, and and uh, making some threats and, and you know, some, some heavy stuff that's really going on there, right? And again, the same thing of just seeing how how resilient these kids are like when they speak out and, and say what they're going through and just so just honest but there's still a smile I just um anyways <laughs> that really touches me but fast forward to you know we began meeting um check in check outs um you know meeting periodically anytime I would come to the school and um how are you doing how, how has this worked you know whether it's journaling whether it's listening to music some tools that we've talked about to to you know regulate and whatnot how, how are we doing we're checking in with with the student um, and just to see that how the student has thrived and had created some good boundaries between, you know, different family members that weren't as healthy and then also finding people that uh, she connected with who she who who fed her, you know, in the way that she needed to be fed. Um, I saw uh, a strength and resilience. Mm-hmm. I saw her um, her grades improved, <laughs> which were great. And she started coming to school more consistently. And so um, that's one story. There's, uh, you know, lots There's situations that happen that are unexpected. Students with um, who who uh, lost a lot of things and resources because of fires. And so that's that's a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're displaced from your home because of a fire that took place. And so, um, you know, being able to stuff my car with resources to, to give to them, um, uh, you know, appliances, this, you know, through the donations that we received with Tassel and seeing the smile on their face right. that comes up. Um, with the the mom and, and the siblings, you know, student in high school, you know, dealing with all of this, um, just seeing the the you know frown or the hopelessness kind of mm-hmm. lifted, like some someone cares, like this is the people of PCPS, you know, they they care about yeah. us, they they they're you know, they're for us. It's not just about us, you know, being a number. It's more than a number. You're a person with right. a story and and and. Um, and we're here to help. Yeah. So those are some stories. Gotcha. Um, You're kind yeah. of the one of the first responders of the school district when those crisis situations happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're definitely <laughs> under yeah. crisis. That tier three when when something is you know on and we love preventative. Like what what can we do to prevent this? But there are a lot of kids that are already there. You yeah. know, in that crisis situation that we just have to answer. Yeah. Um. So. 
So now you're in this new role as mm-hmm. community outreach coordinator, and you're overseeing the district's TASEL program or project, which is right. Um, you could say both. We say we call it the TASEL project. Okay. Um, yeah. You're overseeing the TASEL project. <laughs> and while um, a lot of people know what that is, but probably even more don't. So what mm-hmm. is the TASEL project? Yes. So TASEL, it uh, stands for the teamwork. It achieves um, student success and it achieves learning or um, encourages learning. And so, you know, think about a TASEL. You know, when we graduate, we get that TASEL and we can put it from one side to the other. Uh, that's what we want to do by removing barriers. And so it's a um, donation-run um, project that was created by social the social work department, and we're just here to help with mm-hmm. practical resources um, for our students and for our families. And so how it works is that, a, you know, a school social worker, there's one assigned at every school, mm-hmm. uh, every public school and um, academy, you know, with uh, the district. Mm-hmm. And um, if a child is in need, they make a referral, um, you know, the school lets the social worker know or they may have found out in another way um, but they make a referral to our tassel you know office our warehouse and we fulfill that order whether it's practical resources so shoes uh, clothing uniform clothing hygiene products um, uh, undergarments socks blankets any you know things and then sometimes again when we have those big situations that happen like fires we have um, based on donations we were able to sometimes provide appliances and things like that um, as donations come in. And so it's completely donation-based and donation-run. So we really um, are thankful and uh, love our community. So it's about bridging the gap with the community, getting team players to, hey, can you help support this cause? Because we're trying to help, um, you know, uh, and change and remove some barriers for our students. Um, it makes a difference. I've been there to drop off, you know, uh, diapers for 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 um, moms who who are in need. Um, it helps with you know kids who who don't want to come to school because they couldn't afford to get a uniform. That's mm-hmm. simple, you know. Parents who don't want to put their child in because I, I don't have enough to to give um, shoes. My shoes are too small. There's mm-hmm. holes in my shoes right now. I don't. This is all I have. Um, undergarments. That's I was thinking about. That and you know that's a little personal, you know, our undergarments. But you know we don't really think about that. You know, some of us who have are blessed with more. Like we don't think about how a child may be feeling if they're wearing, you know, the same, you know, undergarments or shirts or pants for for the the week. Um, You know, how does that make them feel? How's their socio emotional health going on when they're sitting there? You know, closed off. Yeah, Yeah. their confidence. And so uh, removing the barriers we can. You know. So the list can go on, but that's in a nutshell what we we do. We have a few projects throughout the year as well. Um, so Christmas is coming, yes. <laughs> favorite holiday. Yes, yes. Um, and so and you've have... already started working on this now. Oh, yes. right? you're accepting donations for this project oh, now. Yes, so we listeners are. <laughs> support. The Tassel Project yes, Joy Box please. Program, right? Yes, okay. yes. So we have um, a holiday drive called the Joy Box. We want to bring some joy <laughs> to the community. And so what happens is uh, every social worker, they're able to pick out, you know, a, f- a few students um, who they feel, you know, are really in need this um this holiday season. Um, a lot of times, I know last year when I was a school social worker and I got to you know participate in the Joy Project, um, Joy Box Project, there was a student who had lost a parent. Mm-hmm. And so they, 
just to bring some extra joy, not to just to the student, but to write a note to the parent and right. just to encourage them. You know, it just, it really changes some things. So anyways, um, the social workers get to, the school social workers get to pick a few students of their, um, you know, who they're influencing and uh, shop for them in our little donation Christmas area. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's, again, the run by donations. Um, we still have the student, um, you know, get with the counselor or somehow get a connection where we fill out, you know, their favorite toys or what do you like, you know, what and different, you know, who are they? And then get to bless them with some gifts. And so yeah. that's Joy Box. We have something else in the spring. Um, that's our sunshine pails where we fill, uh, you know, it comes around the spring break time. And, you know, we fill up little pails with hygiene products for kids. And the thought behind that is so that kids can have um, some extra resources even through spring break. And so that those are some projects that we do. And we have some more up our sleeve coming down. <laughs> so, well, you mentioned, I mean, you referred to it as like a little, uh, this is not a little operation. I've been out there. This uh-huh. is a full blown where it is oh, chock yes. full mm-hmm. of. I mean, like you said, anything you can imagine yeah. from baby diapers and deodorant mm-hmm. to backpacks and shoes yep, and uniforms yep. and toys and the whole gamut for all age children. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, so, so the way, just to make sure I understand, so. On a, throughout the year, school social workers can um, request items from yes. the TASL program that mm-hmm. would. So I have, I'm a school social worker. I have a child who's lacking school uniforms. Mm-hmm. I can uh, request those through TASL. Those will come to my school site. I can provide them to my my student. Yes. Right? And then mm-hmm. joy boxes. I get to go shopping for my yes. My, the social worker does. Yes, um, will get student. to go. Yes. yes. For on, on for behalf the of the students. On behalf so of they, the students. They want and then they mm-hmm. get to surprise them with their. Yes. And that must be such an incredible. Yes. Yes. thing to um, <laughs> to be a part of and so so you are you're actively seeking I mean the more the better right oh, yes <laughs> individuals can make donations individuals businesses, businesses yeah. what are the items you're most in need of um well right now thank you for asking that uh, right now we're in need of some hygiene items definitely you can imagine with covid um, and right. everything that's going on so hygiene items is a high um, need and then right now we are accepting those um you know, gifts that can be used for the Joy Box project. So coloring books, some trinkets, um, ethnically diverse dolls, um, even blankets, you know, during the (laughs) Christmas seasons, uh, Play-Doh, you know, Teams, different team like hats and clothing items, yeah. you know, all of those things. Puzzles, uh, puzzles. sporting equipment. Yes. Just, you know, what a kid would like to see under the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And do, how many students a year does Tassel serve? Well, we serve um, all of Polk County. We can get cases countless, and we've served uh, since we've, we've started in uh, 2016 is when Tassel has, um, you know, opened, I guess you'd say. Um, And so we've gotten thousands of requests throughout the years. Um, So anywhere from 1,000 to 3,000, you know, orders are filled. Every Um, year. Yes. And it's increasing. So that was, you know, the most for this past, you know, year's data. Um, I think we were there and we're here to help. And I think even with this year, um, exposure is just a big, big thing because, you know, we're here and we want to we want to yeah. help. Yeah. If I want to make a donation to Tassel, how do I do it? Yes. Well, you could contact me. I'm Amanda. Okay. <laughs> um, my number is 863-535-5975. Okay. Uh, my extension is 479. You could also email me, which my email is Amanda. Uh, 
Jackson zero one <laughs> at Polk dash four. Okay, we'll make that readily yeah, yeah, yeah. available. <laughs> but they would contact you. We'll make sure your contact information is out there. Yes, I definitely. do want to ask you just a couple things about. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the pandemic, and mm-hmm. so. Um, you, there have been numerous stories done about um, with students not um, going to school physically every mm-hmm. day, and the um, uh, the cr- calls to things like the child abuse hotline are, are down because there's uh, school personnel yeah. are the ones normally who are many times who recognize the signs mm-hmm. of abuse and just how. What are you seeing in our community in, from a social work perspective? Mm-hmm. How, are, um, how are the lives of children being impacted by this pandemic? Mm-hmm. And what are the, you mentioned that you kind of get a, a pulse on what's happening in the community. Mm-hmm. So pandemic related, what are you seeing happening here? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Community-wise, at first, of course, panic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do we help? What do we do? Um, How's the mental health of our students during this time when we were, you know, shut down during that time? I think that was really hard on our students, mm-hmm. um, just observing just mental health and, and, and just wanting to be a child and mm-hmm. go out and um, trying to grasp what's going on here. Why mm-hmm. can't I go back to normal? Um, I think with parents, uh, poverty, you know, <laughs> the increase of that. Um, not knowing the resources and what's out there or resources that would help at one capacity, having to help at another capacity. Mm-hmm. We're not prepared for this. How can we get more? We need to help our community. Um, what's out there? Uh, but what I also saw was the community really help out and then come together. Um, I could think of, um, you know, all the electric companies. That was a big thing, mm-hmm. um, you know cut down costs and, and, you know, extend this and uh, just really gracious um, with that. So parents had electricity and parents had, you know, access to the Internet um, to access things for school so their kids can continue learning. Um, I saw that. Um, I think this school year, like coming in um, with a social worker, you know, lens, I think I'm seeing a lot of resilience in our students. Mm -hmm. Um, They're adapting. Uh, they're so strong, <laughs> mm. and uh, I think they're adapting very well, and I think this is going to help shape them. It has to. This has been a national, global thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, if it's, all, it's affected all of us, but I think they're rising as we're progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're rising above it, and it's building them up. And I think um, for our teachers, uh, at first, there was a lot of like, what are we doing? <laughs> what is mm-hmm. going to happen? You know, how are we going to make this work? And coming into the new school year and um, feeling maybe a lack of support or, or just kind of frazzled of I'm used to doing things a set way and now I have to, you know, change it up um, to serve my students best. But I think what we're finding is that we're wrapping together, where we're linking together more because we need to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not a one-man show. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think I've enjoyed seeing that, seeing the the teachers even adapt and just come in and be flexible. We've been, you know, with mental health, um, you know, and, and with the social work department, student services, we've been intentional with um, being a support, not just for our students, but really for our teachers this year, because we mm-hmm. noticed that, like, this will be a year that we can, how can we go the extra mile um, to, to be a support for, for them uh, during this time as mm-hmm. they equip, you know, the students. Mm-hmm. Um, so implementing different things, uh, going into the classrooms more, um, that's some things in it. I mean, and as far as, like, students who might be 
learning virtually and I know you aren't doing that work day to day but you're still in that area of mm-hmm. the district and and even it may have changed your work with Tassel I, how do you identify is it harder to identify a student students who need either social work services or help from Tassel in this era with so many that are learning and yeah. how are you compensating from that Um, So I'd say both. What comes to mind at first um, is that it can be harder because we don't have access to them, you know, here, you know, Mm -hmm. to see if there's something wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, there's a there's a mark on your hand. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Or here, your body language has has shifted drastically Mm -hmm. since the beginning of the school year. What's going on? Or them even talking or leaving a note in the box. I wish my teacher knew, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. those things are. Um, But what I have, you know, some I have some great teacher friends, um, and another thing that I've observed is that teachers are being observant because it gives them a little window to the home when you're, mm. you're, you know, here at the classroom levels, you know, mm. on um, on Zoom mm-hmm. or you know, whatever the platform is, um, teaching a lesson. Um, am I is that yelling I'm hearing in the background, or is that something that they meant to say on mute? Did they think it was on mute? And it's not. What, what's oh, going on there? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like breaking down barriers. It's not like school life, home life. And it, so it's merging the two, I think. Um, so with that, I feel like the teachers have more access in. Um, and so with that, they're building rapport with the teacher. The teacher can then you know, say, hey, we have some resources to help, or hey, um, you know, talk to someone about, mm-hmm. hey, I, I think we need to check on this kid. And wow. um, so that that's another perspective that I have seen and observed or heard from some of my teacher friends as well. Wow. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we like to ask everybody the same question on okay. this podcast, <laughs> and that is, you know, Amanda Jackson, mm-hmm. former social worker, now community outreach liaison, who's <laughs> um, overseeing the um, TASEL program, TASEL project. What is it that you feel you uniquely contribute to our district? Because we all contribute something. What do you think you bring? Love. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In a nutshell, you can have all these other things. I could do, you know, what I do with the TASEL program. But um, I think I bring love (laughs) and a a sweetness. I know I've heard that before. And I think it kind of helps bring us back to baseline, like the why. Why Why are we doing this? Why are we even in this? You know, why do we want to do this podcast to to get the word out on who we are? Um, And so I think, yeah. Love. Love and kindness. <laughs> we all need more of that nowadays. Yeah. So. Especially during these times. Yes, <laughs> yeah. always, but especially now. Mm-hmm. It's been so nice to get to know you oh, thank and you. to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Yes. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate okay. it. <laughs> Did you change careers to become a teacher, para, or bus driver? Do you remember the moment when you knew a career in education was right for you? Are you a PCPS alumnus who remembers the teacher who made you believe you were capable of great things? Are you a student who is already putting your K-12 education to work in our community? We all have a story to tell, and those stories are part of what makes PCPS great. Tell us yours. To be a guest or to nominate someone you know to be featured on The People of PCPS, fill out the form posted online at polkschoolsfl.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the People of PCPS podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or watch online at the Polk County Public Schools YouTube channel. To learn more about the People of PCPS and other Polk County Public Schools podcasts, visit polkschoolsfl.com forward slash podcasts.